0: Today I want to talk about one of my favorite prog instrumentals of all time. This is Dream Theater with Hell's Kitchen. Dream Theater has done a lot of instrumentals over the years, some of them with just an insane amount of virtuosity, but Hell's Kitchen, for whatever reason, has always been by far my favorite. I think it's the most musical of their instrumental tunes, if that makes sense establishing this single theme and varying it up in interesting ways. It's just a brilliant composition. We start off with some great electric piano from Derek Sherinian and with some wah guitar and bass hits before the main theme enters with our drum beat and arpeggiated guitar. Note this part starts in 6-8. It's going to end up in several other time signatures before it's all said and done. Right away, John Petrucci gets some nice melodic solo space, and all is going in a very fairly simple, straightforward path until our first hint of complexity arrives in the form of a single measure of 4-8 tossed in a turnaround phrase. But that goes right back into 6, so we think, okay, maybe that was just an anomaly. But then they do it again on the next phrase and in the next, and it becomes sort of an expected pattern. then they start tossing in the 4-8 in mid-phrase, just in case you were getting comfortable. By the end of Petrucci's solo, we're so ready for those 4-8 measures every couple of bars, that they do a final 6-8 instead when we were expecting a 4-8, just for good measure. And that takes us to our bridge, which starts in just a straight up 6-8 again. But that doesn't last long. Midway through the bridge, now we move to 5'8. And we get the main theme this time in 5'8. And the guitar has gone from clean to distorted. And after a few phrases, we start doing 4-8 turns of phrase, of course. then, because why not, we switch the main riff again to 7-8, with a lead switching to 16th notes filling in that extra beat even further, while the bass and main guitar stay on the 8th. It's worth noting throughout all of this that Mike Portnoy is playing some really amazing stuff on the drums. By the time we get to the 7-8, he's going pretty crazy. And then we get to the whole band in unison on the 16th notes to drive it all home. And with this monster run of everyone in unison, we get to our song's climax. And not to make this all about time signatures, but that starts out in the earlier pattern of three measures of six eight followed by a measure of four eight. Then we stay in 6 eight for a while, then back to the three six eights and one four eight. and then it ends with a final keyboard tone transitioning into the next song. Now, I know I'm making this sound like it's a song that's just full of all these guys playing crazy time signatures, but it's so much more musical and interesting than that. Because we have this unifying theme and we have this tasty playing going on by everyone throughout, it never feels contrived or mathematical to me. It's just a great song that happens to be solving all these crazy math equations in the background. If you like this song, you'll probably like more Dream Theater's work. This particular album, Falling Into Affinity, is not a favorite of the bands, nor most of the fans. They were facing a lot of pressure from the record company at that point to make more commercially pleasing music, but I still think there's a ton of great music on this record, and I find myself coming back to it every now and then. It's super well produced. It has one of my favorite drum sounds that Mike Portnoy ever achieved on a Dream Theater record. So I encourage you to check out the whole album. Thanks for tuning in to the Weekly listen. Subscribe to this show via Apple's iTunes or wherever it is you'd like to get your podcasts. iTunes ratings are always helpful too, and I'd appreciate it if you'd share the show with your friends. Apple Music and Spotify links to today's track can be found in the show notes. If you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash theweeklylisten and become a patron. Your support will go a long way to helping me keep the show going. Speaking of support, I want to give a shout-out to my executive producers on this episode, Alec and Kevin. Thank you. You helped make this show possible. If you want to learn more about how you can become an executive producer on this show, go to patreon.com/slash the weekly listen. If you have any comments, suggestions, or you just want to chat with your fellow listeners about the music, you can reach out on micro.blog at the weekly listen. I encourage everyone to join the conversation. Thanks, and we'll be back next week with more music.